As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for their support of aging healthfully. PQQ, glutathione, and alpha-lipoic acid. PQQ helps support your heart and brain function and promotes robust cellular energy production. Glutathione supports proper cellular detoxification and healthy immune function, and alpha-lipoic acid helps maintain your neural health and helps preserve optimal blood flow. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to neutralizing free radicals and protecting us from oxidative stress as we age. They're only available from healthcare practitioners, but they're available to you at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today, we're talking to an expert on the biology of aging. He's Dr. Matthew Youssef Zadeh, and he's at the University of Minnesota in Minneapolis, uh, where they're doing a lot of uh, anti-aging research. They're trying to come up with what are called senolytics, uh, promising compounds that uh, not specifically target disease, but attack the very process of aging itself. Um, So uh, he is uh, with SRW Laboratories. Now, uh, SRW Laboratories uh, makes a form of facetin, right? Uh, that is available yes. over the counter, correct? Yeah. So SRW or Scientific Research Wellness Laboratories has a compound called or has a product called Cell Three Renewal, which includes facetin and some other compounds, uh, which act which act on senescent cells. They also stimulate autophagy, which is the the, the natural recycling program in our uh, cells. And I see that you know some of the other promising compounds include things like EGCG as well. Is that one of them? Uh, yes, I think that really the 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 main players in cell three renewal are facetin senolytic, uh, all European, which is a oh, compound olive, that activates olive oil, olive oil right. yeah, and it activates autophagy, right. which is the recycling program for our proteins in our body that help to break down uh, damaged or dysfunctional proteins back into their core amino acids so that they can be reused, mm-hmm. as well as apigenin, which is known celery. to... Celery, right? Yes, it's known to stimulate NAD levels. Okay. So so it, those three are the, are the candidate compounds that in sort of a senolytic cocktail uh, can uh, kind of uh, uh, work together to address the zombie cells and, and slow the very process of aging. Now, exactly. There, oh, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So there's there's nine hallmarks of aging, and each one of those compounds yes. is sort of hitting a different hallmark, and, and which is really nice. You, you anticipated my question because uh, zombie cells, okay, that's and senescent cells, uh, synonymous terms, that is one aspect of aging is the accumulation of zombie cells. But... Uh, it appears that the, there's many theories about the aging process. Some of it has to do with, you know, just programmed, you know, aging, you know, so that 
things break down. We're sort of programmed sure. age. Uh, some of it has to do with the free radical theory of aging, that free radicals get the better of us. Uh, there's also the mitochondrial deterioration, you know, that the mm -hmm. mitochondria themselves, the cellular machinery, you know, and, and you know, there's inflammaging, which uh, apparently uh, Facetin addresses to some extent. But so, so you mentioned th these nine pathways. And so I think what you're saying is that this is part of the answer, but it, it may be part of a comprehensive strategy where we have to use a variety of tools to address aging. Exactly. Um, so sort of the current dogma is to treat one disease at a time in silos. And unfortunately, you end up with a bag of pills and you get into a situation of polypharmacy and drug-drug interactions. And there's this concept in the aging field called the geroscience hypothesis. And the geroscience hypothesis states to treat these diseases, let's treat the root cause of these diseases, which tends to be aging or aging plays a strong role in it. Mm -hmm. And if we can treat the root causes or the mechanisms of aging, maybe we can treat multiple diseases at one time. Right. And of course, lifestyle plays a major role in there because so far they haven't developed an exercise pill or a pill that replicates uh, the benefits of superb diet or a pill that replicates uh, optimal sleep. I mean, these are lifestyle factors that I, exactly. impact aging. Uh, you know, there's there's no pill for the, the, there's no pill for running shoes. You know, it. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and I always encourage people that diet and exercise and your lifestyle changes. Those are the easy things before you get into pharmacology and supplementation. Indeed. So let's talk about the specific supplement made by uh, SRW Labs. Uh, it's called, let's see, Cell 3, I think, is it? Yes, Cell 3 Renewal. Okay. Um, and it, it's made by SRW Laboratories. And if you want to find out more information on Cell 3 and the ingredients that go into it and where they're sourced from, uh, you can go to srw.co. The supplements are naturally sourced and they're available in vegan friendly pills. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then the question is, uh, you know, you're very well aware as a researcher that sometimes we see phenomena in lab animals where we give them, you know, uh, you know, a, uh, uh, I don't know, some amount of something like uh, 500 grams per kilogram. And it really works well in the mice who weigh, you know, far less than a kilogram. Mm -hmm. But you got a human weighs, you know, what, 50 kilograms, you know, or more. And so it's, you'd have to take uh, uh, 20 pills to <laughs> replicate what you see in your animals. Uh, can you extrapolate that uh, from what you're seeing, the, the dosage levels that are required in, in rodents, that this actually could is likely to work in humans? Sure. So we, since facetin is currently in clinical trials, there is actually a dosage for humans. And I believe in the frailty studies, they're using a dosage of 20 milligrams of facetin for every kilogram okay. body weight. So that's what multiplied by 50. That's what uh, ends up being 1,000, right? Yeah. So 1,000 so is easily milligrams. contained in like two pills, right? Two 500 exactly. milligram pills, right? Yes, they're correct. And, um, and the strategy for senolytics is to target senescent cells and to do an intermittent dosing where it's sort of a hit and run strategy where you, you take 
you take an intermittent dosing regimen of a senolytic, you reduce the senescent cell burden in your body, and you don't take that senolytic again until the senescent cells have built back up to sort hmm. of a critical mass. Oh, that's interesting. So a, a, a therapeutic dose uh, for someone who's interested in anti-aging, they would take it for how long, and then they would take a like a drug holiday, so to speak, and then reinstate exactly. the use? And it's a way that if there is any off-target or side effects, you don't you alleviate those through avoiding chronic usage. Mm-hmm. And have you encountered any any downsides? Are there certain medical conditions or are there certain drug interactions? You know, so many people who are concerned about aging, they're taking three, four, five different drugs. Could uh, facetin uh, uh, impact the metabolism of these drugs or, you know, have some... That, that's a great question. We haven't really tested polypharmacy. Right. Um, I can say this. We have taken mice and dosed them with five times the dosage level that you would give a human. Mm-hmm. And we don't see any toxicity or mutagenicity um, in the animals. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be very well tolerated, and we haven't noticed any overt side effects at all yet. And, and how do you make the stuff? Because strawberries are really expensive, and you say it takes a lot of strawberries to uh, yield uh, enough facetin to be therapeutically valuable. So, you know, how do you – do? You, is it synthesized, or do you just buy a big batch of strawberries so, and kind of cook them down and extract the facetin? That's a really good uh, question. So SRW in cell 3, they isolate – facetin or extract facetin from the smoke tree which is a bush oh and apparently i believe that is highly enriched for facetin wow so it's it's a natural way to get it out of that doesn't sound like it tastes very good you know you don't want to no no i don't think you want to go in your front yard and graze on that that doesn't seem strawberries seem way more delicious even with some uh miracle whip on top still not going to go down easy I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so that's it. That's kind of innovative. So, you know, obviously that kind of gets around the cost constraints because if, I mean, if it takes so many strawberries to deliver satin and strawberries, even on the wholesale market, you know, are going to be pricey. So they've found a natural source of this. Uh, on the oleoropean front, uh, I'm a big fan of olive oil. Uh, and mm-hmm. olive oil does deliver oleoropean, but is this more than you'd get from everyday usage from, uh, you know, just consuming olive oil liberally on your salads or, you know, using sauteing things? I think from my understanding that you're getting, you're getting much more than you would from normal diet is cause this is, you know, oleoropean is a phenolic compound that's basically, and I believe SRW is getting them from the olive leaf. They're olive actually leaves, extracting right. it from that. Right. Yes. And, and oh, by the way, that's been touted as a natural antimicrobial for, for a long time. I believe that uh, okay. one, of the, one of the companies, Eli Lilly, had a patent out in the uh, 60s or 70s on oleoropean as an uh, antimicrobial. And then, like many drug companies, they abandon it because, like they said, it's, it's a natural compound. So if we do all the research and get an approval, uh, everybody else can knock us off. Right. Yeah. And it makes sense. It's a phenolic compound. And the original uh, antimicrobials were basically tested against each other in what was known as the phenol index. Mm-hmm. So and, and here's a, something that I learned recently about apigenin, which is another mm-hmm. part, part of the secret sauce in this uh, uh, product, um, the uh, cell three. 
uh, is that it, it's very good for uh, uh, something called MCAS, uh, mast cell activation syndrome, or you know, like histamine overload. It seems to have a stabilizing effect on mast cells, so it's touted for that. So that's maybe an, an ancillary benefit. And of course, uh, you know, when you use these natural compounds, as you know, the tricky part is, unlike drugs, they have a multiplicity of effects, and mm-hmm. uh, often a multiplicity of beneficial effects. Uh, and they work on many pathways to to make you healthier. So it, it's actually kind of a, a wholesome way of drug discovery. So let me ask you, how did you get involved in exploring nutraceuticals? Because the tendency is for uh, drug industry researchers, uh, I'm not saying that you're affiliated with the drug industry, but, you know, uh, basic science researchers to look for synthetic compounds rather than to, you know, start with nature. So... The way we did it was we took a very rational approach where we performed uh, as a group bioinformatic analysis oh, of senescent cells. Screening. Yeah, to first right. understand what they, not even screening of drugs, okay. just molecular analysis to understand the pathways that were activated in them mm-hmm. that caused them to resist apoptosis or that programmed cell death sort of like how a cancer cell does to survive. And then knowing those pathways, we took repurposed compounds. So rather than reinvent the wheel, let me take something that inactivates that pathway. Mm-hmm. And that's how we found quercetin, a natural product. And wow. then from there, we wanted to find a more potent version of it. So we screened polyphenol flavonoids. Mm-hmm. So this, this family of natural products, and we found facetin to be even more potent. So, so you had a, a actually kind of a menu of different compounds to select from, right? You started out with, you know, some of the familiar things, perhaps resveratrol and EGCG and uh, quercetin, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. You started out saying, okay, it's plausible some of these may work. And then you found this; these were the ones that were most biologically active. Exactly. And we really started out with, what's our target and then what's a drug that's known that affects it mm-hmm. and went that way rather than we have a drug let's see what it affects okay okay then that's that's a very like, a rational approach okay folks at this point let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you here goes Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make Intelligent Medicine a free resource to you. And now back to today's guest, Dr. Matthew Youssef Zadet. 
What about uh, things like resveratrol? You know, resveratrol is highly touted as an anti-aging molecule, and I know it's very controversial these days. Uh, do you have a take on uh, resveratrol? I my take on resveratrol is it, it is highly controversial, even in the science community. Yep. I, I feel like every week there's a one study for every study that comes out saying it has a biological benefit. Another study comes out for saying that it doesn't or it doesn't have as strong of an effect. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of effort put into it. So I am sort of moving on to work on things that if there's no clear cut answer with resveratrol after a decade of research, intense research and a lot of yes. dollars invested in it. Yes, the the GSK investment, I believe, was close to a billion dollars into it. 700 million plus, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to move on to other things that show promise. Um, and that's for us, you know, we're, we're highly interested in senolytics because we work on cellular senescence. If you were interested in autophagy, you'd probably be working on things that regulate proteostasis like all European or other natural product compounds. Mm -hmm. uh, but we feel like these compounds make sense where the, you know, treating with senolytics isn't just affecting sort of say the kidney, you know, if, if the kidneys are the intentional target you're going for to get a biological benefit there, then the side effect of senolytic treatment might be, uh, reduce neurodegeneration in the preclinical studies mm -hmm. so which is a positive to have so I'm, I'm i'm not asking you to stick your neck out here because we don't want to make disease sure. claims about natural supplements but are there any diseases that are characterized you know that the, the uh, pathophysiology of these diseases as we called it in medical school this whole course pathophysiology mm -hmm. where we study you know how diseases originate and what's going on uh which are characterized by a high burden of zombie cells or senescent cells. Are there any such disease models? Oh, yes. In the preclinical, there's so many things from idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. We know Alzheimer's disease and cognitive impairment, um, osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, mm -hmm. uh, macular degeneration, atherosclerosis. You know, there's a number of preclinical studies where they found senescent cell involvement in it. And in the animal models, treatment with senolytics improved the conditions. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's certainly very promising. Uh, so, you know, there's a there's a biohacker community out there, people who are exploring different ways to improve themselves. They're intermittent fasting and they're doing... <laughs> cold water immersion and uh, taking all kinds of plausible compounds to extend life, uh, especially some of those uh, Silicon Valley dudes. Uh, mm -hmm. And is, is this making an impact in those communities? Yes, they're, they're getting highly interested in senescence. Um, they're coming to people to try to measure their senescent cell burden. Is there a way to, to how that? people are? So, yes, there is. Uh, it's akin to, you know, people are playing around with epigenetic clocks right methylation now. Methylation clocks, sort of all yeah. The rage. Mm -hmm. yes, we talked exactly. to Dr. Kara Fitzgerald about uh, the methylation okay. clocks recently. Yeah. So, one of the best measures for measuring systemic levels of senescence in the body was created by a gentleman named Ned Sharpless. And Ned Sharpless, at one point, was the NCI, National Cancer Institute director, then he was the acting FDA commissioner. I think he's back to being the NCI director. 
when he was a researcher National Cancer was, Institute. Yep. Yes. When he was a researcher at UNC Chapel Hill, he he and his lab had developed this test whereby taking a blood sample from an individual, you measure expression of this senescence marker P16 mm-hmm. in your peripheral blood T cells. Mm. And it shows it correlates very well with not only chronological age, but biological age. Mm-hmm. And it's been used in a number of human studies and as well as adapted for animal studies as well, too. Do, do you know what his lab is called? He now has a, a lab, I believe. Yes, I can't. Uh, there was a spin out from it. Unfortunately, it, it's slipping my mind right now. Okay. Because um, I heard him lecture recently and I just wanted and I. I can't recall the name of the lab, but it's it's kind of exciting because it's a cutting edge uh, way of uh, assessing your aging potential. Yes, I, I, I agree. Unfortunately, I just can't think of it right okay. now. But they what they do is they get the blood sample and measure expression of uh, P16 in those samples to give you an idea of what your senescent cell burden is. And the reason why you're using the immune cells is – they're exposed to your circulation. They're also traveling throughout your body. So if you have senescent cell burden in those resident tissues and they're producing infl- inflammation and sort of that inflammation process, the peripheral blood T cells are going to experience it and they seem to be the most sensitive towards senescent of all the immune cells and have a very nice high dynamic range. Uh, I took the opportunity to Google it while you were talking and it appears Great. the lab is called Neogenomics. Yeah, does that sound familiar? Uh, that does do sound a, familiar. They do a, a P16 test, and that's very cutting edge, and it may or may not be available uh, you know, in every part of the country. I know that sometimes it's hard to get innovative tests in my state of New York, but uh, it, for our listeners and our clinicians, because we do have a lot of uh, health practitioners who listen, uh, neogenomics.com is the place to get that uh, P16 test, uh, which sounds like pretty cool test. I mean, there's so many choices in terms of tests to uh, analyze your aging, you know, telomere tests, and then there's methylation clock tests, and then there's this P16 test. Um, great great stuff. Um, this is fascinating. This, so give us uh, the heads up on where, where cell three is available. Uh, you can just buy it uh, online. Correct. You can go to scientificresearchwellness.com or srw.co, co. And you can find out more information about the products, the ingredients, is how to also obtain them. Okay, I see. I see the website, and they, you know, it's a it's a place where you can go and you can learn about the research and uh, get um, the. Well, actually, there's there's a. Are there different products available here? It looks like there's one called CIR Flow. Yes, there's actually a number of different products, and sort of. Each product has its own scientist that's affiliated with it okay. to sort of have an expert that backs up the science of that product. Yeah, I see here there's also a Dr. Terasawa, a PhD research mm-hmm. in molecular biology, and that, that's his baby. Uh, and then there are other uh, there are a variety of products. Uh, but the, the product you're talking about is the Cell 3, right? Yes, sir. So uh, that, you know, just to look in the, at the drop down. Click on products, and I'm just waiting for my iPad to load here. And you got cell one, cell two, and cell three. And the cell three is the facetin, but oh my goodness, there's a whole proliferation of products here. 
And we could go on and on. And so uh, I know that these are not your your babies or your project, but uh, just generally, can can you comment on the product lineup that this company has? Because you're you're uh, the product that you've done research on is the uh, Cell Three product, but it looks like they got a whole uh, menu of products. Correct. So they have it's a number of products and. So if people want to multiplex supplement or sort of stagger them uh, with their supplement of interest, if they're sort of wanting to target different pathways, like uh, cell two is really more enhanced for uh, the mitochondria as well as NAD levels Mm -hmm. um, versus say cell three, which is really, it has some impact on, it can have some impact on NAD, but it's really focusing on senescent cells as well as autophagy. Mm-hmm. Well, they. I'm just so, looking at, for example, cell two. Cell two concentrates on astaxanthin and uh, terastilbene, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, and it, on and on it goes because these are some of the more promising uh, nutraceuticals. But um, cell three focused on the um, the zombie cells and um, the process by which. Um, our body becomes less efficient as we age. So fantastic research. You know, I got to commend you for, um, uh, you know, doing the research, but also uh, coming up with a, a practical application that can help people in the here and now. Uh, you know, basic science is nice, but when it's not uh, related to uh, alleviating human suffering, uh, it kind of just hangs up on the shelf. So thank you very much for joining us, uh, Dr. Matthew. Yusuf Zadeh. And by the way, do you have a, a, your own website where, uh, or your, does your lab have a website uh, for the University of Minnesota? Yeah, so you can go to, uh, if you just search the Institute on the Biology of Aging and Metabolism, hmm. it's, we, we refer to it as IBAM. Um, so there's a lot of cutting edge research that's going on there, not just in the group that I'm in, but other groups as well that look at senescence, inflammation, metabolism, as well as uh, mutation burden with aging. Mm-hmm. So all so this there's stuff a is lot of interesting and, uh, work that's going on there. Stands to, you know, for those of us who uh, will live long enough, uh, stands to benefit us within our lifetimes. And that's very promising uh, as we all endeavor to stave off the ravages of aging. So it's srwlabs.co, correct? It's uh, srw.co. Oh, it's just srw.co. Okay, so... Don't make it.com, srw.co, or the long version is uh, scientificresearchwellness.com. A couple of ways to get there. Thanks very much for uh, sharing your insights with us, and uh, good luck in getting the word out about uh, facetin and, uh, and also these other nutraceuticals that work together with it. Thanks for having me. My great pleasure. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant. 
and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.